Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Elixir podcast. I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and I'm here to inspire you to be creative, to be you, and to step into your power. So last week, we didn't have an episode, and I know I had warned you about it, but if you hadn't listened to the last episode before that, or if you didn't know, I apologize if you missed me. But I am back, and I'm ready to give you a wonderful new episode or at least I think it will be wonderful I'm excited about it let's roll back a little bit last few episodes we've been talking about manifesting the life you want and that was fun I enjoyed doing those episodes I really hope you enjoyed listening to them now that we've wrapped that up this week I'm going to talk about self-care. Oh, no, you say self-care? Everybody's been talking about self-care. We all want self-care, right? I think during the pandemic, the last year and a half almost it's been, we heard these words even more often. Is it one word or is it two words? I don't know. (laughs) Self-care. So... We've heard of the words. Do we know what they mean? It means taking care of yourself. It means taking time to take care of yourself, your own head, your own psychology, your own body. So chances are, if you have been worked to the bone, you need self-care. Chances are, if you keep getting mad at people around you or you keep lashing out, you need self-care. Chances are, if you are not being able to sleep at night when you go to bed and your thoughts keep continuing on and that means you need self-care. You need some time for yourself. You are a human being and you can't keep on going Without taking time to self-reflect and take care of yourself. How many times did I say care? I don't know, like 14 times already? Okay, I'm going to wrap it up there. So during the pandemic, why did we hear about it so much? Because I think we all had time to think about what we needed from life. We all had time to self-reflect a little bit about our lifestyles and how demanding they've become just to have the things that we consider necessities. Are they really necessities? Is having the most expensive car a luxury or is it a necessity? Is having the most expensive, the biggest TV in your living room a necessity? Is I don't know, getting skin peels a necessity? These might seem like self-care, but they are demanding on your wallet. And those demands take away your time where you could really be enjoying your life. Because how much time do you have to go actually sit down and watch that TV? How much do you drive that car just for leisure other than back and forth to work? How, why do you need to look 25 when you are 50? 
These are things that we need to reel back and think about because our quality of life is not dependent on the luxuries that we seem to want to need to procure to feel human. Feeling human is actually something entirely different. It's fulfillment. It's feeling grateful in this moment and not constantly reaching out for things that are outside of yourself. There is a hole in all of us, right? And all our lives, we try and fill this hole with things and those things don't necessarily fit. It's like trying to put the square peg into the round hole. It's about the right size, we think, but it doesn't fit. So it doesn't fill the hole. The hole only can be filled with fulfillment, with true love for ourselves. And to be able to have the real things that are not material things necessarily, we do need time to sit and think and to reflect. And that time constantly gets exchanged for money. We sell our time, but we can't buy it back, right? At the end of the day, if tomorrow you were to find out that you have a terminal disease, which is a horrible thing to say, I know, you would want all that time back that you put into things that don't matter. You would look around your living room and none of the expensive furniture, none of the expensive TVs, electronics, your big car, none of it would actually make you feel better. Did you live a good life until this moment? Can you look back to yesterday and say, you know what, I had a good time? That's when you start seeing whether you're putting your moments, your days, your hours to good use. And self-care really comes in to allow you to have some objective realizations, some reflection to see what it is that you really need in your life and then just put a little bit of that and most of that stuff doesn't cost money it just costs time but because you equate your time with money it's sometimes hard to break out from that so this episode I want to give you a chance to actually consider having a half day retreat for creative self-care and we're going to go through how you can take this half day and if you can afford it a full day would be wonderful but I know a lot of people have a lot of demands on their time and it might not be possible but even a half day can really give you a little bit of perspective on how you're living your life and how you can take care of yourself You have one of these lives. I don't know what you believe in. And I don't know if you think you're going to go to heaven and live it up. That's wonderful. If there is something out there and we're going to go there and be rewarded for being good people. Fantastic. But we don't know for sure. We are in heaven on earth. This is paradise. We turn it into hell and we waste our days with busy work. 
So let's take a look at how we can just take half a day and make it our own and hopefully it will help our recharge our batteries, restart our brain a little bit, you know, defragment our computer so that we can be creative and we can go forward without all this overwhelming stuff that's constantly demanding our attention and our time. Life is full of responsibilities. I understand that. I'm trying to build my life so that my life is not full of constant work and worry and stress. I want to work smart, but I don't want to work that hard, honestly. I'm not afraid of hard work, but I don't want to work seven days a week. And if I am working seven days a week, it better feel amazing most of the time. Like when I'm painting or when I'm sculpting, I feel fantastic. I can go into a flow state and I can stay there. Now, if that can be my work, great. If I can sell that work, if I can exchange that work for money, that's fantastic. That's almost like self-care packed up into a job. But in a capitalistic society, it is a little hard to get there. I get it. Some people do it. We can do it if we try. And this is just the aim of this podcast, right? To get you into the mind, the state of mind that allows you to be able to dream to live a life like that, where you don't need to escape it as much. But today, we're going to escape it so we can organize our thoughts. Ah, a self-care day. How could it be? How could it be so perfect, right? Like, just imagine going to a retreat somewhere and putting your feet up and just enjoying the beach, being able to sketch or being able to write or being able to play your guitar, whatever your creative journey is. Being able to do that without the phone ringing, bills coming in, just a little bit of time. It's possible to take a planned bit of time and relax in an organized way, (laughs) if that makes sense. So your creative retreat will begin actually the night before. What you need to do is decide that you are worth this time and take a day off of work. Well, you say, I took a day. Why is it a half-day retreat? Because it can be two-thirds of a day. It can be almost a full day. But really, you're probably going to have to do the dishes or put the laundry on or pick up your kids from school. There's going to be things that you can't negotiate. If you can negotiate, like if it's a Friday night and if you're kids can be picked up by their aunt or something like that, like, please arrange it so you have a full day. But half day is realistic for most people because you can start in the morning, you can go to the afternoon, and then you can do the chores that need to be done, but still get some time in for yourself. Now, the biggest thing is 
you're going to probably not want to look at your phone for hours, right? Or look at the computer for hours. You're going to have to organize your day before so you know what you're doing. Just like when you go on a trip and you don't just wander the streets aimlessly. Usually you have a plan. You say, okay, we're going to go to this museum. We're going to go to this beach. We're going to go rafting afterwards, whatever. (laughs) These are very disparaged items, I understand. Okay, so the night before your creative retreat at home, I want you to take a little piece of paper and plan out the day you're going to do this, like the next day. And the other thing is you want to make sure that the night before you go to bed at a reasonable time because you're going to want to get up somewhat early to make the best of your day. If you're a night owl like me, this might be a little challenging, but I'm an out night owl, but I don't have children, so I can sleep in and still do a creative retreat at home if I have a day off. Most people don't have that luxury, so if you're going to do this, you might want to go to bed early enough so that you can wake up, I don't know, take your kids to school, which you would have to do anyways. I don't know what I'm talking about. See, childless person not understanding your problems. I under- <laughs> I try. I try. I'm sorry. Okay. So, write a list. How do you, when do you wake up and what are the few things that you want to do? I'm going to give you a bit of a prescription as to how you can do this. Make it your own based on your own creative needs. If you're a musician, you're going to adjust it to creativity through music perhaps if you're a sculptor it's going to be a little different if you're a writer it's going to be a little different but all in all I'm going to give you a skeleton of a day I just love saying skeleton (laughs) and work around that okay so go to bed early wake up when I wake up I have this app called balance on my phone and I like to do a wake up meditation it's like a three minute guided meditation that gets you out of bed it is quite energizing you can follow it up once you've gotten out of bed with a grateful um, not gratefulness a gratitude meditation which is really great and we're going to talk a little bit more about gratitude in a moment so the first thing as you get up just meditate find now you want to find before you go to bed the night before or the day before you have done it already mark it on your calendar on your pod uh, on your iphone on your iTunes, whatever you listen to your guided medication or your app. Which meditation you're going to do. Because as soon as you wake up, you want to do this. So this gets you started on the right foot or on the right side of the brain. Something like that. 
meditation, a little bit of breathing exercise, setting your mind on the right track for the day. The next thing after your little meditation should be something physical. Now, I know you really want to have a cup of coffee, probably, if you're anything like me. So if you want, you could have a cup of coffee before your stretches or after your stretches. I prefer to have a cup of, cup of coffee set at my desk, maybe write down a couple of thoughts that go through my head at this time. And then once my coffee is done, I like to do some stretches. If you have time, at, if you can give yourself like a half hour to move a little bit, even if you don't normally exercise and you find this scary like I do most of the time. <laughs> See, I'm not like a super physical, athletically inclined person, let's say. But it does make me feel better afterwards. No matter how much my soul, my spirit fights against exercise, I know that if I do it, I'll feel better and I'll probably have a way more productive day. So I'll just do it. 30 minutes, that's all. You can go for a walk, you can go for a jog if that doesn't seem too horrifying. You can go for a swim, you can just like jump up and down if you want. Another thing that works really well, just dance. Since that day, you're going to be alone at home, hopefully. Like, just set it up so you're alone. Like, you deserve this. You can do this. It's just a half a day. Come on. And dance. Most people are afraid to dance. They won't even dance alone. Come on, guys. Like, dance. It's fun. Silly dance. Just chicken dance. I don't know. It makes you feel good. You know you've got those songs on your playlist that just make you want to just shake your butt a little bit. Put one of those on and move. Just move for a half hour. Trust me, you'll feel better afterwards. Number three, you meditated, you did a stretches and moved around a little bit. That didn't take so long. Maybe you spent about 45 minutes to an hour getting this part of your morning done. The next thing is breakfast. Nutritious breakfast. I love lazy breakfast. Like I love putting cereal and soy milk and that's what I eat most of the days when I actually go to work. But it's not the best, right? It's mostly sugar and carbs and you get hungry really fast. So if you can have something high in protein and if you can have, it doesn't have to be super fatty, but if your biggest meal is your morning meal, you'll get less hungry later. That's not more of a nutritional fact than it can also be effective if you want to be productive and not spend most of your day snacking, right? Have a nutritious breakfast. 
And while you're having your nutritious breakfast and perhaps another cup of coffee, such as I would do, put on something inspiring. I like TED Talks for this. I like art documentaries. I'll usually watch them in like parts. One of the art documentaries that I found so inspiring is called, oh, hold on. It's on my list. Is called Turning the Art World Inside Out. It's about outsider art and outsider artists. It is available on YouTube. It's a BBC documentary. It's really fantastic if you like visual art in any way. Like you might not be a visual artist, but if you like visual art. But if you're a musician, you might want to watch Bohemian Rhapsody or... <laughs> Cheesy, I'm not a musician, you see. Or a m- biography of a musician, something like that, that inspires you. Or it could be something else, which I love this, guys. So this is a recommendation if you've never watched it. Kurzgesagt in a night nutshell is a YouTube show and they are informational videos, which are cartoons. They are fantastic. So there's one about gratitude that I would really recommend watching. They have a whole series on psychology. Most of their things are science related. I I would say all of their things, all of their videos are science related. I love them. I find them creatively inspiring as well as educational and Anyone who does any kind of art would, I believe, benefit from this approach to educational material. It just makes you think differently and also see the world through someone else's eyes, as well as gives you facts, which can take your art to a different level. Like if you kind of mash up some things So you might be inspired in unexpected ways. So maybe throw one of those on. They're usually short, perfect for eating breakfast too. (laughs) And a good thing to watch in the morning. Just like TED Talks, right? Motivational TED Talks. If you do a search on YouTube, you'll find a bunch of them. And you'll just get jazzed up and there's nothing wrong with that. After your nutritious breakfast... I recommend you turn off all the devices, perhaps put on some music, music is good, and journal. I prefer to listen to instrumental music or music with in a language I don't understand, if that makes sense, like global music, so that I can focus on what I am writing in my journal. It's background stuff, right? For a recommendation of music to listen to, one of my favorites is Jesse Cook. If you haven't heard of him, he has a global music band and he is a classical guitarist. Fantastic stuff. 
The other stuff is, the other one is Rodrigo y Gabriela. And that is also fantastic. Let me make a note so I actually put these things in on the notes so that um, you can listen to it. Another one I love is Oi Va Voi, though there's English lyrics in that one. I don't mind it super distracting, but just something to keep in mind. Art journaling or journaling doesn't really matter. At this time, I actually find it very helpful to do some gratitude practices in my journal, like write down the five things that I'm grateful for in my life. And if you watch the gratitude episode of Kurtzgesagt during your breakfast, you will find that it is scientifically proven that gratitude helps you psychologically, just makes you feel better and reduces dissatisfaction. And reducing dissatisfaction allows you to be more creative. Trust me. If you're in pain, creativity is a bit harder. I know there's this like tortured artist trope that everybody subscribed to back in the day. It's not true. I know this to be true that when I feel true euphoria, true satisfaction and fulfillment, I am better creatively. Another thing you can journal about is a question such as, why is it important to me to be creative? Change creativity with whatever you want. Like, why is it important to me to make music or to write or to illustrate children's books? Why? Just get into the nitty-gritty of the why. While journaling, give yourself a finite amount of time. So what did we do in our day up till now? Let's say we got up at 7.30. We did our meditation stretches exercise. We were done, wrapped that up by 8.30, had breakfast, wrapped that up by 9. And now we're journaling, hopefully. Imagine Your day already feels productive, right? So at 9 or 9.30, you sit down to journal. Give yourself about a half hour. You don't want to go too far into it. Why? Because it loses its effect. Like having a limited amount of time really is helpful when um, writing. It's for you. It doesn't have to be written well. You are just getting your feelings onto the paper, writing what you're grateful for, writing perhaps an answer to the question of why, your why. And then, you know, by like 10 a.m., you are done this part of your day. Hopefully you're feeling now like, okay, now I want to create something. So let's talk about creativity once again. Creativity 
can come in different ways, right? Sometimes it just seems like it comes out of thin air. And sometimes it feels like it needs to be forced. But often I think we think inspiration is going to come out of thin air or just nowhere. (laughs) And it doesn't. And then we don't get started because we don't feel inspired. But it does require getting going. So that's why uh, limitations can be really, really helpful. Like if I gave you a creative brief and said, I want you to make a bunny going into space, wearing a tuxedo, riding a Mustang, (laughs) making this up as I go. Then you'd be like, okay, that's what I got. And I can say, okay, you can only use the colors blue, purple, and orange. Those don't even go well together. Anyways. <laughs> but you see, those limitations would immediately make you think, okay, this is what I can do with it. Let me do. And that forces you to be creative in a way that solves that particular problem that I introduced to you right now. You can do that. But... What I want you to do in this instance, because it's a retreat, is to let your mind wander and do its own thing. It's not easy though, right? It's like, what am I going to do? There's a million things I could do. Am I going to draw? Am I going to, I don't know, use watercolors? Am I going to use gouache? Am I going to use my pencils? I mean, these are the dilemmas I have every day especially working in an art supply store, which I friggin' love doing, I have more art supplies than one human being probably should, which it can be paralyzing in itself. So I've been doing acrylic painting recently and go check out my acrylic paintings if you haven't yet on my Instagram, which is bruharia underscore studios. It'll be in the show notes. And take a look. Will you like my acrylic paintings? Maybe, but you should know that I loved painting them. I've been using these new paints by um, Golden. They're called So Flats and they are super matte. So flat. They are so flat. They're flat and matte and they have some self-leveling qualities and the style of art I've been picturing in my head finally became possible when Golden released these. I waited for them to come into the store for months and then I bought a whole bunch and I've been using them, loving them and finally was able to execute, put onto the canvas what was on my mind. It was fantastic. Now, I keep wanting to do that, but I also want to do other illustrations and I want to bring in somehow my infographic background into it, blah, blah, blah. And I get paralyzed. Oh, and I just started giving my friends some um, sculpting classes last night. And that too oh my God, I do way too many things, right? And I get paralyzed. But creativity 
sometimes just comes from the doing. So we're gonna do that for this exercise. So don't even worry. Let's just see. I like to call this exercise, make a mess. <laughs> I like to do it with watercolors. You don't have to use watercolors. You can do something else. Also, you can do this pretty much with any kind of medium. Like you can write and make a mess. You can make music and make a mess. The first step is to make a mess. <laughs> so your goal, your creative brief for this is to make a horrible mess, not like in your whole living room or something, but on a big piece of paper or just recording yourself playing your instrument or writing a story that's horribly messy. Just whatever comes out of your mind, make a mess. Okay, that's it. It can be horrible. It can be something that you never want anybody else to see. Okay, this is the goal. I mean, well, the goal is not really that, but we'll get to that. So the first step is that make a mess. In my experience, what I have done is I have taken a piece of watercolor paper and I have picked, so if you're a visual artist, you can do it this way. I have picked, say, three or four different colors that I thought were not, you know, horrible together. And I just slapped them onto the paper. I took some big brushes, lots of water. I put water all over, um, like wet my paper first. And then I just put blobs of watercolor, let them dry on there. And it was messy. Like I didn't even think about it. Okay. So that was the first step. What makes it kind of look cool and even messier is um, splattering. So I have these, they kind of look like toothbrushes. In fact, I think where I have my studio at the Cube in Gibson's, British Columbia, in Canada. So if you live here, you can go there and get some. Is um, a little uh, shop called Wabi Sabi and they sell like sustainable products for cleaning and self-care. And they have, ah, yes, I found, they have bamboo toothbrushes. And the toothbrushes, so, you know, when you dispose of them, you're not disposing constantly of plastic. So it's a bamboo hand. But I found that they had a nice, like, firm bristle. And they are perfect for splatters, okay? So, and I was inspired because I had bought a splattering brush that looks like a toothbrush, kind of like that toothbrush that I'm talking about. In fact, it has a bamboo handle too. Anyways, but it was like way more expensive. It was like probably $20 for this thing by... Delium Tools. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but it was a special effects makeup brush. It's a splatter brush. Anyways, 
<laughs> I don't know why I ramble so much. Okay, so get you splatter some paint over stuff <laughs> in a possibly in a contrasting color. Let it while that's drying. Leave it. Leave your mess. You're gonna be like, ew, what have I done? Now leave it. You must leave it alone for a period of time. So hopefully. Oh, and, and importantly, give yourself a bit of a time limit. So a, another half hour to make this mess probably is even too much. 20 minutes to a half hour. Put it away. Your next task is to do something that you don't normally do. I have a Skillshare membership. And I have a Domestica membership. And I like to put them to good use when I want to be inspired to do something. So often I will watch classes on how to do things I already like to do and am interested in. But once in a while, I'll put on something that is completely out of my comfort zone or completely out of my interests. And sometimes I will be pleasantly surprised at what I can learn from something that is so not my thing. Does that make sense? So it's a very safe way of trying something new. Now, if you want to go skydiving and if you have the financial means, go ahead, go skydiving. I'm terrified. Maybe I'll do it one day. In the Instagram post comments, if you want to leave me a comment and say, I've gone skydiving and I loved it. It changed my life. Let me know. I'm terrified of it. My boyfriend, Bradley, constantly wants me to do stuff like this. And again, I'm terrified. I do not like heights. Now, being afraid doesn't mean you shouldn't do something, but I don't want to go skydiving and then die. <laughs> okay it's not like public speaking right like there is a legitimate fear of something going wrong if you're afraid of public speaking do that <laughs> anyway so in this half day retreat obviously you're not going to be able to do something super extraordinary so I suggest that you go out of your comfort zone a little bit by watching a little class on something you wouldn't normally do. If you don't normally cook, watch a bit of a cooking class. If you don't normally love, I don't know, eggs, eat some eggs. Uh, actually, eating something unusual can be a cool new experience, right? But with everything at our fingertips, do something a little unusual. The other thing you can do is go outside and take a walk and bring a little notebook with you and say, every time you hear a bird, write it down. Like if you're a musician, for example, every time you hear a bird, listen for birds. This is unusual, right? We don't often, most of us don't go out listening for birds. We'll hear them sometimes and it'll be great. Or, but we'll just kind of dismiss it because we'll be thinking or doing something else. 
going out with the intention of listening to birds and taking a little notepad and jotting down about that sound can be something quite unusual. If you're a visual artist, you can go outside and you can set a goal, say, I'm going to look for 17 different types of leaves and very quickly sketch those leaves. It's almost like, I don't know how to explain it necessarily, but you will benefit from it. It's giving your brain tasks that it wouldn't normally do. And it's going to all of a sudden either make you hear sounds differently, make you see leaves or flowers or rocks differently. If you go sit somewhere public, listen to someone else's conversation and write that down. A whole new experience. I've probably tried some of these before. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Anyways, so try something new, but aligned with creativity. Trying something new also has in its in its folds there is this hidden benefit of overcoming these little anxieties we might have about doing something a little differently. It could be as simple as combing your hair the other way. Okay, that's not that simple, is it, ladies? It could be as simple as wearing that shirt that you constantly have hanging in your closet, but you don't wear because the clo- you think the color doesn't look right or you're too fat for it or something. Wear it. I mean, I do this to myself all the time. And then I go for the same black shirt again. Just overcoming that little obstacle sets your mind at a different vibration. So now, once you're done trying something slightly new, you're going to come back. It's going to be probably 11 or 11.30 by now. And you're going to pick up that mess you made. Did you record a horrible noise that you made? Did you draw something that you despise, pick it up. Look at it now. Does it still look horrible? Okay, probably. Does it still sound horrible? Probably. Now, your next creative brief is to make it better. Imagine that your life depended on it. No, don't imagine that. That's stressful. But imagine that somebody gave you that and you need to maybe hand it in somewhere in an hour. And if you make it better, someone's going to give you a thousand dollars. Okay. If you can make this thing acceptable, someone's going to give you a thousand dollars. So take a look. If you made a on paper, maybe you can use it as a background or something. Maybe you can cut it into pieces and make it a mosaic and make it into something better. Try and think outside of the box. If you made a horrible piece of music, 
maybe you can chop it up in your favorite audio software and you can do something with that maybe use the little bits of it mix it up with some drums and electronics and i don't know <laughs> again i'm not a musician uh loop it up and make something interesting out of it maybe edit it right like try and hear something in that there that is interesting if you wrote a horrible story read it and there must be something in it because honestly you're a creative person it's probably not all crappy like the whole thing is probably not garbage. So try and find something redeemable from it. Give yourself an hour now. But you're going to work in levels. So you're going to do one level of it. You're going to look at it. Then you're going to get some and pour on another level of details. This might not make sense. Okay, because I think in visual art terms, what I would do when I have done is I can actually post that maybe on Instagram so you can see it. I did this last year when the pandemic started and when I actually started using watercolors again after many, many years of not even touching them. And then somehow in a year amassed a collection of like 86 colors of watercolor or 86 tubes of watercolor. So I made a huge mess because I was trying out and I was like super stressed out okay I wanted to give people hugs and I couldn't I wanted to do things I had lost my job and everything was just pressure on me and I made this huge dark mess on this piece of paper let it dry then I came back to it and I covered some areas with black and covered some with white got a ruler made some lines like truly with no expectation I was just trying to make something a little bit better out of that mess I was like okay that turned out better then I grabbed some Dr. Peach Martin's bleed proof white and I use that with a nice thin liner brush to go over and make all these swirly, wispy things that immediately started bringing this mess to a different level. I'm not going to say mess. All of a sudden, it started looking like kind of a cool abstract painting. And I was like, well, that's not half bad now, is it? And I felt really good about it and that's how I came up with this exercise and often I will take small things and make a mess to get myself creatively restarted. Just work on it, doodle on it, record some lyrics over it. This is for you, whatever you're creating, whatever mess, this is so you can go into the flow state a real little bit without having expectations when you're done you can destroy it or you can put it away i would recommend put it in, in away because sometimes i'll put something away and i'll come back to it like a month or two or three or a year later i guess and i will see something entirely different that i didn't see in the initial making of it because I had all these veils of 
self-limitation and insecurity tied into that. And now those have been forgotten. I can see it with new eyes. I find creativity can take a whole new form and level if you allow yourself to play and be messy. You can discover something new, even if out of this exercise you just discover, hey, I like the shape I just made. Oh, I like these two colors together or how that looks against that or how that sounds with that. All of a sudden, you have a new perspective on something that you didn't have before and you are accessing your creative powers in a different way. Now, you're coming to the end of your retreat, your self-care retreat, half-day retreat. If you're doing a full-day retreat, you can take longer. Now you can take a break and do some yoga or something. In our case, if we're doing a half-day retreat and it's about noon, you might want to do... I don't know, have some lunch. We ate breakfast quite a while ago, right? It's probably some lunchtime. Have some lunch. Maybe pack your lunch and take it outside and have it if it's nice weather. If not, just have something you really enjoy. But healthy food always makes you feel better. I know, I know. I love junk food too. Don't get me wrong. But seriously, which one feels better after? You and I know the truth. And then... As the last step of your retreat, take out your journal. If you don't have a journal yet, I'm wagging my finger at you. Take out your journal and jot down a few thoughts about how you spent the first half of your day. It's just, I really enjoyed this part of it. This part of it, it was frustrating. I discovered something new while I was doing that. I really like the olives I had, <laughs> you know. Positive or negative, jot down your thoughts and then close it up with one last bit of gratitude that you were able to take this time for yourself and listen to yourself a little bit. And I really hope that this helps you restart your creative thought patterns and recharge your batteries a little bit. If you're hearing a squeaking sound, it is not a cat, unfortunately. I wish it were. It is my chair. <laughs> my computer chair makes this funny meowing sound. So if you heard it, I apologize. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, I need to wrap it up. I'm sorry. It's now over 50 minutes. And I actually have to go do some exercising myself. I had my second COVID shot, when was it? Friday. And I felt like side effecty on Saturday. Tylenols really helped. So if you haven't gotten your second shot yet, don't be afraid. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I just felt like I was getting the flu for a day, day and a half. And now I'm doing a whole lot better, but I skipped my exercises for days now and I feel guilty, so I must do it. And as 
if you can exercise, please go exercise. <laughs> it might make you feel better. This is supposed to be a creativity podcast, you say. Why is she telling me to exercise? I don't know. I feel like it helps with creativity. I hate to admit this, but I I think healthy mind on healthy body is actually a real thing. Okay, guys. I hope it helped you. I hope you feel like you had some time to yourselves. I hope you can actually take this time and give yourself a little self-care retreat. As you know, one of my biggest goals is to have creativity retreats. And I'm planning on doing a little beta testing online. So yeah, that's going to be coming up soon. I will give you more information about it soon. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Rose Stardust, and this has been another episode of The Creative Elixir. If you like this episode and other episodes, please subscribe to the podcast as it will help us get more listeners and motivate me to make more episodes. Subscribe, review, like, share, you know, the usual stuff. Tell your friends about it if it inspired you. My Instagram is The Creative Elixir. Also, personal Instagram is Bruharia underscore studios. My bio ish thing is Rose Stardust dot art still under construction i know i know i'm supposed to work on it go give me some love connect with me tell me your thoughts most of the things i mentioned unless i forget about them will be in the show notes if you see some or if you hear something and i haven't put a link go to the instagram post of this episode or follow me on Instagram and um, DM me to ask me the question. And I will provide you everything that I can to inspire you once again. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. Take care. That's it for now. Now go get creative. Goodbye.